This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1637, The Global Movement Towards a Four-Day Workweek with Alex Sujung Kim Pong. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. To get real-time transcripts right on your phone and create your personalized vocabulary list, try the All Ears English app for iOS and Android. Start your seven-day free trial at allearsenglish.com forward slash app. What will our work lives look like in 20 years or even in two years? Today, we have the author of the book Shorter on the show to describe the worldwide trend in shorter work weeks that he's observing and what this means for all of us as global professionals. Before we start, a quick message from our sponsor, Indeed. Are you hiring this quarter? In our experience, it can be a grueling process if you don't have efficient tools. But finding the right candidate who adds value to your business is so incredibly important. So why not ditch the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with great candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash AEE. Just go to Indeed.com slash AEE right now. Support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash AEE. Terms and conditions apply need to hire, you need Indeed. Welcome, Alex, to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. How are you today? I'm doing great, Lindsay. Thanks for having me on. Oh, this is great to have on the show. Guys, today we have a very special guest. We have Alex Sujong Kim Pong, and Alex is an author. He's the author of Shorter, and the subtitle is, of the book is How Working Less Will Revolutionize the Way Your Company Gets Things Done. That in itself is a pr- provocative topic, Alex. Are you ready to dive in today? <laughs> All set. Let's go. All right, let's do it. So tell us a little bit, first of all, to kick things off. What is your idea of work and life in one to two sentences or less? Your philosophy. We want to get a sense of who you are and what your ideas are here. Right. So I think that the, you know, what I strive for and what I see in the companies I write about is an effort in a sense to balance kind of sort of passion and ambition with sort of sustainability. Um, Sort of it is, this is that, Sort of my own work and the and sort of in everybody else's um, yeah. in my books is a long effort to figure out how to have long, interesting, creative lives with an equal emphasis on all of those things, so that yes. you do great work, but you don't you know burn out in a few years, mm-hmm. and you don't also um, sort of endanger others in the course of 
you know, the pursuit of your company success or your career success. I love so, it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. So kind of creativity, but also sustainable creativity. Does that exactly. kind of break it down? That makes right. total sense. Okay. So we know you've got this book out there. I read the book a few weeks ago, got very inspired and then kind of hit a bit of a wall to figure out the practicalities of how to make it work. But let's mm-hmm. dig into exactly what we're talking about here. We see the high-level philosophy and we know something's going on, but for our listeners who are international professionals working in Brazil, doing business with the U.S., for example, what is going on in the world with this movement towards a shorter work week? What exactly is happening? Yeah. All right. So I've been studying this for over the last several years. Um, My previous book looked at the role of rest in the lives of super creative and prolific individuals. And so I wanted to see does this scale? And okay. it turns out that it does. And I have visited, talked to founders and employees at, at this point, hundreds of companies around the world in a variety of industries that have reduced their working hours, moving mm. to four-day weeks or some other kind of shortened work week without cutting salaries, without reducing productivity or mm-hmm. expectations for clients or, or easing up on deadlines and so on. Yeah. And so, and I've seen this in, in, in all kinds of industries, right. You know, ranging okay. from, you know, sort of creative agencies to law firms, to pest control companies, interestingly, <laughs> interesting nursing homes, Michelin starred restaurants. So restaurants too, yeah. it's, yeah. So it's global. It is sort of it is something that is accessible across a variety of jobs and sort of a variety of industries, and it's something that we can you know that um, companies are able to do successfully right now. I like it. I like it. And so it makes me think of. Let us know what is the what's the difference between this and the whole movement towards kind of flexibility, right? right. So I feel like there should be a, an important differentiator here. What is it in your mind? Yeah, in a sense, they're both efforts to figure out how to sort of how to work more sustainably and how right. to have better work-life balance, for lack of any better term. Mm-hmm. However, um, I think that the that a shorter work week um, is more is more about figuring out how groups of people are able to work together in order to achieve the aim of making everyone more productive more collaborative, more creative, as opposed to sort of figuring out how to do the kind of complicated scheduling that allows a company to function even while lots of people are kind of pursuing their sort of uh, pursuing their own schedules and working on sort of working on their own time. So I think that's the sort of that's the biggest difference between the two. Okay. So does this kind of seek to bring everyone in sync with each other time-wise and everyone is doing intensive work, getting paid the same amount, which is quite striking, right? That idea in itself is quite striking for businesses. Same salary, working at the same time, but just working a little bit less, shaving off that fifth day, correct? Yes. And in the end, this is uh, one of the reasons you see it in places like um, creative agencies or software places is that it often actually is really important to have people in the same room working mm-hmm. together, you know, yes. model and obviously in garages or nursing homes or other places where you actually have to be present. Yes. Um, you know, you can't be a certified nurse's assistant and work remotely. Um, <laughs> and I think that, you know, for these, for firms where it's a choice, it's a choice that is about making sure that 
Um, they're able to take advantage of the, you know, all the different kinds of social and cultural benefits from having people together in the same place mm-hmm. at the same time. Okay. And so, you know, that's the, I think that's the, that's really the, the kind of, uh, the critical differentiator. Oh, interesting. Know? Okay. So we kind of have two movements going on now. We have the, the shorter movement, this idea of, you know, workplaces together at the same time, everyone's in the same city in parallel. We have businesses like ours, right. Where we're all online in different places in the country and the world, to be honest, mm-hmm. Does this kind of model work for a, a company, small or big, that is, you know, remote, remotely distributed? Or is this really just meant for the companies that are in person in the office in New York City, for example, or in, in Rio? Um, what do you think? Great question. Um, yeah. There are companies that start out all remote that also then go on to adopt a four-day week. Okay. Um, okay. During the pandemic, there also were companies that, you know, very quickly had to figure out how to be remote. Of course. Yeah. And then having done that. Yeah. Decided that, you know, or if they now have an infrastructure in place that uh, that lets them give back some time to employees. So I'd say that, you know, two years ago, it was much more a choice of one or the other. Right. You know, either flexible work or a four-day week. Yeah. These days, that's that's somewhat less the case. I see. I see. But I think that you know companies still have to be thoughtful about you know if they're gonna if they're gonna move from a conventional five-day week mm-hmm. to sort of to something else um, where everyone is you know expected to be in the office. They've got to be thoughtful about which one of these paths they want to take. Got it. Got it. Okay. Awesome. So now we know what is going on. We see there are a couple paths. Your recommendation is the is the in-person path, that place where we are cutting our work week two. And you've given examples of the six-day or the five-day work hour work day or the four-day work. Do they work equally right. well, would you say, or do you have a bias towards one or the other? You know, um, companies choose them based largely on market expectations, what Mm. clients or customers want. Yeah. To a small degree, there are some philosophical differences about whether, Mm. you know, or ideas about, you know, can you maintain the same sort of creative momentum if you've got a three-day weekend? Um, Mm. But I think that this is, this is actually a great thing for, um, for a bunch of, you know, sort of organizational sociologists or psychologists to study in the oh future. Oh my gosh, fascinating. Um, it's fascinating. So, yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, right now we can say both of them are good. Okay. Both of them are good for companies and employees. Um, we don't really know which one is better, better. under mm-hmm. what circumstances. Got it. Got it. I know for me, I feel truly rested. If I do take a three-day weekend, rarely it happens, but if I do, I come yeah. back completely rested. Whereas a six, uh, a five hour day, six hour day, not sure if I would get the same benefit as much, but we're all different. Uh, I wonder how companies decide that because it's also individual differences in people mm-hmm. and the way they rest. But yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, you know, right now, um, 90% of what I would say is driven by sort of the rhythms of the market and cl- and like yeah. client expectations. Of course. And it is, you know, and it is absolutely the case that there are differences in stuff like circadian rhythms and you've got yeah. people working together who are night owls and early birds. Um, I would say that right now, the gains that you get from doing the stuff necessary to move to a four-day week are so big yes. that um, yes. companies haven't had to think yet 
very much about circadian rhythms or yeah. you know, that, that sort of stuff. I think okay. when they move to three-day weeks, they're going to oh. have to start thinking about oh, that. Oh kind of my God. Okay. That's what I want to make sure I have time to ask you about that because that's a provocative statement you just made right there, the three-day week. Uh, but I do want to ask you about <laughs> culture because obviously yeah. our podcast is international. Our listeners are all over the world. You know, I've heard things like the Japanese government just made a recommendation to move to this four-day work week, which was really surprising to me. I worked in Japan for a year and a half and they were not going in that direction at that time. <laughs> um, and, and we've heard things in your book, you covered topics in, I believe, Scandinavia. We've seen this around the world. Tell me about culturally around the world, is the whole world headed this way or are there certain cultures where this is going to work better based on work values, time values, that kind of thing? Right. Yeah. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready-to-eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up, and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code BAEE50 to get 50% off. That's code BAEE50 at F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash BAEE50 to get 50% off. You know, I think that the experience of Japan and Korea, yeah. two countries that have had to invent their own words for yes. working yourself to death, yes. you know, the <laughs> fact that sort of the fact that those are two of the most important companies leading the global movement to a shorter work week tells us that um, it is uh, that uh, that there are functionally no cultural constraints here. Now, yes. the companies, what I see is a kind of local culture that really matters in the okay. sense that, you know, the companies that have been doing this so far have been led by people who often see themselves as somewhat, you know, slightly rebellious or kind yeah. of outsiders. Yeah. Um, they are, and so, you know, they feel they are experienced in their industry, but they also see what's wrong and yeah. think they can fix it. Yes, yes. The other thing that that's that I think is critically important is they actually care about their workers. Yes. Um, if you're in an industry that whose business model and profitability depends upon appealing to ambition, satisfying greed, or weaponizing idealism so that you mm -hmm. can extract as much labor out of people as possible in three years, throw yeah. them away, and then get the next crop of 22-year-olds. Right. Right. You know, a four-day week is probably not going to be that interesting to you. Okay. You know, sort of okay. just throw some more snacks in the kitchen and cash yeah. the check so you can, you know, you can buy another vacation house. Okay. However, if, you know, if you're actually a company that 
you know, where, you know, losing people is actually a big thing. So yeah. like if you're, a, you know, if you're like a smaller software place where losing one or two key developers is existential. Mm -hmm. um, and if you, or if you're in a place where you yourself as a founder are mm -hmm. under enormous enormous pressure yourself, mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. this is something, you know, sort of the appeal of sustainability yeah. is one, you know, and care okay. um, are ones that matter a lot more. I see. So it's kind of more about the industry and the people involved, less so about the country, because you're right. That is, that's yeah. proof in point right there. Japan and Korea are doing it or some, some places in Japan and Korea are doing it. Therefore, anywhere can, any culture can do it if, if they can do it. Exactly. Uh, very interesting. And based on what you've just said, I feel like investment banking might be the last industry to move, <laughs> to move to this point. Uh, I know oh, that yeah. they're having some issues now with workers not necessarily wanting to go back to the office, but they're wanting to have their workers back in. Yeah. I will note that there are a couple smaller niche financial services firms that are doing sure. this. On the other hand, the ones that, you know, where like the partners are sitting around watching billions oh, and yeah. critiquing like the choice of whiskey or the kind of private plane that they're flying in, you know, yeah, we're talking you know, the ones, the ones who say, well, you know, that says millionaire, but it doesn't really say billionaire. Yes. Those guys, they're not going to do this. Different thing. Okay. I love it. Interesting. Interesting. So that's inspiring. That should be inspiring for our listeners. Um, you know, we want to encourage you guys to investigate this. If this is something that you're just hearing about for the first time, I know I had heard of versions of this before, but I really got introduced to this idea through your book a few months ago. Alex, we want to encourage you guys to look at this, talk to your colleagues, talk to your managers about this. But I want to ask you one last question here, Alex. Because you mentioned the three-day work week. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're pushing the <laughs> pushing things a little bit more. Tell me in 2041, all right, 20 years from now, what does the work world look like? What do our days okay. look like? Yeah. What's your so literally yesterday in the United in US Congress, um, mm -hmm. Representative Mark Takano introduced legislation to move the US to a 32-hour work week. Really? I didn't know it about is, that. Huh. Yeah. It is almost a guarantee that um, it actually, that this year that's not going to happen, but this kind of big legislation all often takes years to, you know, to finally become a law. So I think 20 years from now, the Takano bill will have been law for a few years, okay. but it will be catching up okay. with, you know, thousands of companies, including a number of fortune 500 or fortune 100 companies mm -hmm. that have you know, that have been operating on four day weeks for years yeah. that have seen it as a competitive differentiator that have yeah. seen increases in productivity, et cetera. Okay. And we are going to see small companies just as you sort of innovating just as they are now mm -hmm. figuring out how, you know, to recapture the high ground uh -huh. by implementing three day weeks. Wow. And when you get to that, I think you're going to see sort of heavier use of artificial intelligence of smart okay. agents. You're also going to see a lot more attention given to things like people's circadian and ultradian rhythms of so figuring okay. out how you can, how you can kind of custom design work days for individuals wow. that make the most of their energy levels, the natural rise and fall in their capacity for attention. Um, and, you know, and using those in ways that, of, uh, that make it possible to, you know, to push, push below the four day week barrier to a three day week. Oh, wow. 
So the one other thing I would say is that I, I think 20 years from now, there also will be kind of, if not a complete attitudinal revolution, at least a significant number of managers who no longer buy the idea that their best workers are the ones who work the longest. Oh, that's for that, sure. That, mm-hmm. you know, we will, that there will be a school of thought that says, you know, okay, it takes you 12 hours to do a yeah. job, it takes this other person six hours. Why, why, why should I promote you rather than this other person? You Completely. know, why, I love that. you know, sort of why is, why are long hours a sign of dedication and passion and performance? I love it. Um, so a real emphasis on efficiency, right? But on ef- efficiency mm-hmm. on goals, um, yes. sort of on you know on objectives and outcomes, rather than you know rather than sort of using the blunt instrument of time. I love it. So you're really projecting this complete change. Wow. It, it, guys, the future's coming. It's here. This is it. And it's starting here. And maybe we'll be able to point to the pandemic as a time when um, the mainstream started to think in this way. This is great, Alex. I feel like we could talk for another hour, but I got to wrap it up. So I want, I would love for you to let our listeners know now that we've really kind of gotten their interest on this topic, where should they go to find you online, find your work to get your book? Let us know. Sure. So, um, my website is uh, strategy.rest. Rest, okay. fortunately for me, is now a top-level domain. Oh. And so, you know, there you can find links to articles, podcasts like these, and also sort of the work that I do, you know, explanations of the work that I do with companies who want to try this themselves. And then on everything else, you know, Twitter, Instagram, which is mainly about dogs. Um, I am Ask Pang, A S K P A N G. So those are the places it. where you can find me. Love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Alex. This has been a great topic, and I'm excited to see what happens in the future here. Thank you so much for your work on this, too. Oh, thank you. All right. Thanks Pleasure a lot. Take you. care. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.